Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Pinballers, we're back. It's Pinball Monday. It's January 3rd. We made it through 2021. Barely. Maybe. Barely. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> we're here at Free Play Arlington. It's Pinball Monday. This is a monthly event. But that being said, we're having it twice this month. We're kicking off things that Free Play didn't here in a couple weeks as well. My name is Brennan. Uh, this is David Whitlock. And this is Amber Steele. Yep. So that uh, three-strike event is going to be Monday the 17th in Denton. So that's going to be kind of cool. Uh, we've had a chance to go out there and visit Free Play Denton. I'm going to go probably again sometime this week. It's a little bit closer to me. Brennan, what were your first impressions of Free Play Denton? First of all, I still had that, that idea in my mind of the previous May at Rest in Peace Free Play Denton which was by far the smallest location, and in some ways that was very charming. It had sort of a, a community feel to it, but it, it could also get a little cramped, maybe a little stuffy. Obviously, there's not quite as much room for, for games, although the games that were there were awesome. This one is not that. Uh, so you walk in the door, and the second floor is as big as the last location was just right off the bat. Um, that's not even including the basement, which is possibly twice as big. It um, is. It, it, it's, yeah. it's enormous. For those who enjoy a beverage, there's a, a bar on the upstairs and downstairs. All the pins are downstairs, and if you're listening to this, you're probably into that kind of thing. May I just say the lineup is eclectic. There's old games, there's new games, there's games that have never been on a free play floor before. It was... For just being a beta test, I was very impressed. I think it just instantly became my new favorite location. It couldn't be in a more ideal spot. It's right on the Denton Square. That big, bright neon pink free play sign lights everything up. Um, if you haven't been, you got to check it out. It's We're still apparently in beta phase-ish, but it is open this week. That is the week of January 3rd. But you got to go check it out. Yeah, I mean, the lineup, it's... They have the old and the new. So the new games, they have a Jurassic Park Premium. They have a Zeppelin. They Avengers. had an Adventures. They had a Mandalorian. Looking at some of the old games from Denton, you know, they like had... Denton Heat. Denton Heat is back. Yeah, it's back. The lowest scoring game that we'll ever have on a Pinball <laughs> Monday or a Pinball Absolutely. League NBA Fast Break is there. There's a Tack from Mars. Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a white water, which I think was still under repair, but. Yeah, they were working was, on but it. But that one's fun. Yeah. It's a fun game. And what else did I say? Uh, Star Trek Next Generation, which. Was that the original Denton? I don't know. It was working well, so. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> was, it, was it not? They've no, had, it's it had some downtime. <laughs> it's had some time at the spa, as they right. like to say. Uh, I played it. I thought right. it, was, it worked just fine. Right. I don't know. So, yeah, it's. I was. Please just punch the location. I'm, I'm going to talk about over and over again. This was just phenomenal. We are definitely going to be doing things there with Pinball Monday. It's going to be part of our league. We'll talk more about Pinball League later. Just kind of want to go over a little bit of the things also, like what's been going on in Pinball in the last month. We've actually had some competitive events here. We have in the house for Pinball Monday, we have Big Mike Archuleta, who is going to defend his Pinball Monday crown. He also won a tournament uh, with the BFW League in December that was at Bobby Neifer's place. You know, there's a lot of people who have collections in the area, and 
Bobby's is hands down. It's the most interesting place. That's a unique one. It, it is unique. The guy's got, he's turned his living room or his media room into a Lord of the Rings themed castle Heard about game that. room. With, <laughs> but the games there are just, it's a collection of games that nobody else has. I mean, he, he loves those early 80s Sterns. Each had plenty of them and a bunch of new games as well. He had Alien, he had Godzilla, and Archuleta won the tournament that was there. So he's won two in a row. Also, on fire. And, you know, <laughs> and the other note, and this was in the Pinball Times year-end awards, David Whitlock not only won season four of the Free Play <laughs> Pinball League, he won the DFW Pinball, Pinball League, this winter league. I don't trust a word that comes out of that publication. So <laughs> I'll have to check with my sources on that. Yeah, the Pinball Times did name Denton Freeplay as the location of the year, even before they were open. That's, so. yeah, it, well, I'll, again, I'll, I'll double check with my sources on the Pinball Times. So this podcast is sponsored by the Pinball Times, the number one unofficial, <laughs> not really a newspaper. Yeah of the pinball scene in that exists in the mind of David Whitlock. E emphasis mm -hmm. on unofficial. Breaking news, we saw Stern announce their next title. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Rush. We touched on this a little bit. I have not looked into that at all. I don't. Has the play field been revealed at all? No. Right. Nothing's so been revealed. Watch it be a, well, it be a Zeppelin right. reskin. Right? Yeah, no. <laughs> that would be just great for everyone. You know what? I am surprised by the amount of people who are sort of pinball regulars that I've talked to who actually really like that game. Not necessarily oh. like, oh, this is my favorite game ever, who actually really enjoy that. I, to be honest, think I was probably done with that the first time I played it. It bores me to death. But there does seem to be a, a subset of people who that really tickles some fancy of theirs. I want to spend a little know. more time playing it just because it has that older feel to it, too, right? It, it seems like it's an 80s or a 90s, early, uh, no, late 70s, early 80s reskin. It's, it's hard to strike that balance between having, like, just way too much going on and having not enough going on. It, it skews more towards the not having enough going on for me. The shots that are there feel fine. They're just not particularly exciting to hit. It seems to be all about multipliers and just hitting things over and over to stack said multipliers and blow it up and whatever. Uh, there is a way to do it right, I think. And for example, Total Nuclear Annihilation is one of my favorite games. That game also has very little going on in terms of exciting shots and it's got an orbit and it's got some drop down targets and some pop bumpers and that's really about it but there's the a, a way it's it's a, like a pinball trainer the way they have it set up the rule set the code something about that and not to mention the, the light show and the and the sound makes it engaging whereas led zeppelin which first of all that the ip doesn't speak to me at all i'm probably too young to appreciate that. Uh, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people There's a great documentary I saw or started watching. I don't know if it was on Netflix or Prime, but it was on, on Zeppelin, Days of Confused. I need to finish watching it because... Well, if you're into Days of Confused, maybe you're into the Zeppelin pin, but it's it, it, it couldn't 
couldn't days know to be confused is a song, I believe, of Zeppelin's, but that's... Days to be confused. He yeah. has no idea. Who, who would know? I mean, right. who could possibly know that? He's thinking of the movie. I mean, yeah, I know he was thinking of the movie. Nah, that would be a good so, fit. Zeppelin was the antithesis to the Beatles. So all these people were like, ah, Beatles, ah. And then you had the, oh, no, rock and roll is right, Zeppelin. Right, 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 I liked the Beatles pin, by the way. And I, oh, I, I love that love one. The and I don't I really care about one. the Beatles in general, like the band, but I like that That pin. one was so much fun. Well, because it's a reskin of a uh, classic. Uh, sea Witch or well, whatever, what which I also have never played. It, the game is called Sea Witch. Oh, and yeah. They I sort of reskinned it, and I, I don't know. I think it works. Right. It's was yeah. fun. It's simple. Yeah, we played it at a place in Florida. Every time I've played it, I've found myself liking it more than I thought I would. And again, that's a game that doesn't really have a whole lot of exciting newer stuff going on, right. which is by design because it's a reskin of an older game. It's somewhere between Total Nuclear Annihilation and, and Led Zeppelin lies a nice balance of you don't have to have all these new exciting bells and whistles and toys and flashy lights, but you have to have some something. I'm not sure Led Zeppelin has that. But I don't know. Go to Denton and play it. Maybe it'll blow you away. Yeah, I, I definitely that's one I want to get some time under and just kind of yeah. I don't know the rules, right, of all these newer games. So I will, for the Free Play Pinball League or to come about that, I will be avoiding Denton as much as I possibly can because I don't want to draw Godzilla or no, Godzilla's not at Denton. It is not. It is not. You're just making things up now. Yeah, I am. Avengers. Pulling them out Avengers of a hat. Avengers or Mandalorian. I don't want to play those games that I'm not really that familiar with. What a tryhard. Yeah. Mandalorian seems to have, like, I don't know. I've played it, like, once or twice, but it's got all those things where you can, like, buy things. And there's a lot going on. I there's like a, that I game. feel like there's a lot. I like that game more than I thought I would. I've only seen one episode of The Mandalorian, so it's not like I'm super invested in that intellectual property or anything but that's a it's a fan game you've played many games like it before but at the same time it's fast exciting there's some pretty cool shots i don't know if it's going you, to revolutionize pinball before or after episode one i was born <laughs> in 94 so you tell me uh, i don't episode I, one being like the first one or episode one being like episode one because i think it was born before episode one, like Phantom Menace, right. but okay. definitely born after Star Wars existed. So. Yeah. Sorry. What are you going to do? Most of the games in here are older than I am. True. I shared a picture of it in the Free Play Arcade community group. Somebody put Baby Pac-Man in the corner. I did see that. Do we put Baby Pac-Man in League and Free Play Monday? Baby Pac-Man is right where it belongs in the corner. <laughs> And that's all I have to say about that. Baby Pac-Man was at Arlington at one point. It was. And Chris Delt knocked me out of a Pinball Monday on that game, so I've hated it ever since. I think there was one in Richardson at one point as well. And it, I honestly can't even remember that being here or that being a game ever. It's, it's a weird <laughs> Pinball-Pac-Man hybrid, and it does neither of those things very well. So right. I don't know. It, it's some weird chimera of two great things and they managed to, to combine them both into one terrible Like thing. Attack from Mars. Yeah. The, that you have pinball. to. Not Attack from Mars, but like, what was that? No. Attack from Mars, from Mars. Or Revenge from it, Mars. It's, Thanks. It's, Thank you. Revenge from Mars is actually pinball, albeit with a very out there gimmick. This is a 
happens bad. It's it's not a great Pac-Man, and it's definitely not a good pinball machine. <laughs> you unlock features in the Pac-Man screen based on the shots you make on the pinball. Yeah. So if you want the... That sounds semi-familiar. I don't know. Right. So if you make all the shots and you get all the whatever things where you could eat the goblins, yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah the goes. goblins. I mean, the, those goblin. famous Pac-Man goblins, Come on. Inky, Blinky, and Stinky, right. you must defeat them to unlock the wizard right. mode. Yeah. So there will be someone that will show up at Pinball Monday, January 17th in Denton, and have they will have mastered <laughs> baby Pac-Man. They will spend the next two weeks working on strategy, and then Chris is going to take it out and not make it I hope you crush the their dreams. Right. There is a <laughs> there is a strange subset of people who are very very into Baby Pac-Man. That scratches some itch that I didn't know existed. But this this is all going to be left on the cutting room floor. There is no way we're going to be <laughs> broadcasting on the Pinball po Players podcast talking about Baby Pac-Man. I mean, for Baby Pac-Man has pinball. <laughs> if you in Matt may even be generous, but there are pinball elements, baby Pac-Man. Maybe somebody is listening or was gonna listen. That that's all they're tuning in. Somebody to somebody's to. Uh, slamming their dashboard right now because of all this <laughs> baby Pac-Man slander, and for that I apologize. But I will say, after seeing Centaur at Denton, you know, that gets you all excited. It got me excited. <laughs> I said. I want to pitch. I want to see the lineup. I want to see the Bally Row. I want to see the late 70s, early 80s. Black Knight as well. Uh, they have a original Black Knight. That's a Williams. I want like the Harlem Globetrotters, Bobby Orr, Madi Hari. Those old sounds that those 80s Bally. Yes. Right. I I am going to. Like buy those, I'm gonna show up and go, Corey. <laughs> we're gonna put my pinball machines in the basement here and then. I, I don't blame them for yeah, having a, a limited selection. Like we have firepower yep. behind That's us over here, I, but I don't blame them for having a limited selection of the the '80s games, the Bally's. Those uh, again, I'm as far as fixing pinball machines, I'm a novice, but uh, that seems like a tremendous undertaking to keep more than a handful up and running. Especially with the the 100% runtime that we shoot for at free play, that's that seems like an undertaking. So I don't really blame them. I think a one or two at each location is is enough for for me. But I'm not somebody who really fancies those games to begin with. So I will give a, a kudos to the staff here at free play, the techs that are always working on these machines, getting them up to speed, getting the fixes in either at league or on pinball Mondays. Man, we can't thank them enough. We don't yeah. thank them enough. They always do a great job, for sure. And it's, you know, as you said, it's a lot easier for a location to, to plug in a bunch of arcade games that don't require tech work on them. Sure. Or have a tech come in once or twice a week. But they strive for a little bit more than that here at Free Play, and you know, these things get fixed very quick. You, know, you always see it every pinball Monday. Something goes wrong. Again, that's just inevitable when it comes to pinball, and you just—they're right there. They—they're yeah. right over, and they usually get it fixed. You know, as you're standing there, and if they don't, then it, 
it's it, done the next day. Right. If you are ever at free play and there is an issue with the machine that you notice, please put it on a cart, drop it in the box. Let the bartender know. Right. Uh, don't turn off the machine, though. No. That'll – that's banned for life. Banned for, for life. life. Especially a, if you're Mike Archuleta. No, no. Gallows, yeah. Especially if you're, you're big Mike. Or you Sorry can just for the raise your hand and say, referee, and somebody the, would be right over. For the dozens in attendance that know what we're talking about – Yes. Mike Archuleta turned off a machine at a different arcade and was banned from that arcade. I, that's that's my understanding. So. I also see Tough in the house fair. tonight, we've, we've talked about the Pinball Times End of Year Awards. And we'll talk a little bit you know, in our next segment about Pinball League. But I'm going to say the Rookie of the Year for 2021. Let's hear it. Chris Musk. I think I would agree with that. Chris is a, a Florida transplant who's new to the new to the scene here, and I've been very impressed. I mean, not only is he just a total sweetheart of a guy, which definitely helps my opinion of him, but uh, he's definitely not a bad pinball player either. So yeah, he finished third in the most recent free play pinball league, and I believe he was in the finals of the B division tournament at that DFW League. That event. wouldn't surprise me. I think you're correct yeah. on that as well. So, so yeah, uh, yeah, that's just one of the cool things about people playing pinball is just new people coming in and we try to make everybody feel welcome and uh, get new blood playing pinball because, you know, pinball is awesome. And, you know, there's just two types of people, those that play pinball and those that haven't realized how awesome it is. Yet. I also sure. believe that. There's something so visceral and uh, I don't know. It, I, for those who've played pinball and it doesn't grab them, I'd say to you, I don't believe you. Right. I mean, yeah. your story's kind of funny. You started playing virtual pinball it, on... Yeah. Yeah. It, it, look, I mean, it's a, it's a gateway drug. And the next thing I know, I have one in my tiny apartment, and uh, I couldn't <laughs> fit one more in there if I tried, but I don't need to because I have a pinball machine now. Yeah. Remember, don't do pinball, kids. Yes. Yeah. It's a dangerous or, drug. Or do, because some of you are actually really good at it. How many you've rotated out though, right? You've yeah, I started with uh, Getaway, and then I had Iron Man, and now we have a Jurassic Park Pro, and we'll probably hold on this for a little while because yeah. I just love that game so much. Yeah, mine. I I need to get Mr. Ortega to come fix mine because my helicopter switch is not registering, and oh. if that does not register, you're not going anywhere. Flip that bad boy open and wiggle some wires. That's my opinion. That is his, yeah, that is his way to do I've, things. I've had a lot of training in fixing these games, and I think you wiggle some wires, and if it doesn't work, then yeah. it's broken and defective, and you can sell it to false. Well, you know, we're going to take a commercial break, but right. when we come back, we are going to have a very, very special guest. We're going to have Chris Delp on. We're going to talk about some of the rule changes with the IFPA for 2022, how that implicates free play. A little teaser, not much. But we'll be back so after this commercial break. Hi, I'm Panda Naomi. And I'm Panda Jess. Have you ever wondered who sat across from you while playing Tuesday Night Fights? Or pondered what the pinball player across from you did outside of the arcade? Well, we at the Panda Embarrassment have questions for you. Check us out on the Free Play Podcast Network on wherever you consume your podcasts to learn more about the amazing Free Play community. 
This is Chris Dub, community liaison for Free Play Arcade, telling you that season four of the Free Play Killer Queen League is upon us. We're taking signups now until January 16th. Have a membership at freeplayinc.com slash membership, and then contact me, chris at freeplayinc.com. That's my email. And contact me any way you know me before January 16th. New players welcome. We'll get you on a team, and we will get season four of the Free Play Killer Queen League on its way. Welcome back, everybody. We are back with Pinball Podcast. We have Chris Delp in the house. What up, what up? Who gave me a microphone? I did. Hey, Chris, we want to spend a little bit of time and talk about there were some changes with the IFPA as far as rules for tournaments and leagues for 2022. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot. Like, I got a lot of different people messaging me, telling me about what's going on and, and how it might impact the DFW area. Right. I don't think there's going to have too much of a change with the Free Play Pinball League, which kicks off. Sunday, Sunday, January Sunday. 23rd yes. at Free Play Denton. You can play at Denton on Sunday, Richardson on Tuesday, or Arlington on Thursdays. Because we are a, we have been an eight-week league, will be a six-week league going forward. The main rule that applies to us with the league is you now have to participate in 50, more than 50% of the weeks to be counted as a player to submit in standings. That's not that much of a change for us. Yeah, that seems fair. It, it, it's somewhat fair. What yeah. was it before? Uh, 50%. 15%? 50, 5-0. So what oh, was it so before was it? the change? It was 5-0. Oh, it's so going it from oh, I thought you said it was 50. Plus 50. So, so 50 it, plus 50 is 100, David. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So if we're doing a six-week league, uh -huh. participating in more than 50% means you have to play at least four weeks. Gotcha. If it's 50%, you have to play Oh, in. so it's 50 plus 1. It right. has to be more than 50. Got Correct. it. Correct. Greater right. than uh, Sorry okay. about that. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so it has a slight impact with the free play league. It will impact more the DFW league and the Texas league because they don't run as long of a league event as we do. The other one, the other big rule change is a league has to run six weeks minimum. Okay. So... I, I know. I know the the DFW league was just like a two two event league. Two event and plus a finals. They also do their tournaments. So right, the, right. The tournaments they run concurrently won't have an impact. I don't know if they'll do just two tournaments or if they'll still try to run like a six week league. I don't know. I haven't uh -huh. gotten that back from Lewis yet. Yeah. Uh, but for us, the only other real IFPA change, which is, I hope we run into. I hope it's a problem for us. But the IFPA said if you have more than 50 players, so that's 50 people that play more than four out of six, right. you're what's referred to as a super league. Uh huh. And this was done and because there are some really large leagues that are out there. I played in New England. They had 300 people that played. And those... All in one location? No. They would play in a dozen locations throughout okay. New England. And... Yeah, the player. So it truly was a super league. It was a super league, and the winner <laughs> so of that league got more points uh, for IFPA points than uh, the Silver Ball Rumble that was at Pintastic this year. So okay. it's kind of trying to fix that and say, hey, look, 
some of these larger leagues are earning more points. And, hey, it was only earning more points because they had – Yeah, it sounds like they earned it, honestly. They earned it. They had great players playing. They had – that had high ranks, high, high ratings and all that. But kind of what it gets down to is if you were someone that played in a very small location – and, you know, I've heard – I read this on the Pinball Times – that uh, there were two individuals by the name of Shrenan Beal and Driss uh, Kelp were trying to join the New England Pinball League <laughs> as an affiliate in DFW. Okay. And so that they just wanted to hold, have like two pinball players and a bunch of like six other Street Fighter spares, right? Uh-huh. So that they could qualify in A out. division in the New England Pinball League and get, like, buku points. Those okay. guys sound like real scumbags. Yeah, real scumbags. So what happens now with the Super League, if you have more than 50 participants in your league, each site is a standalone submission and rank. Okay. So you can't bounce around. That's what stinks. But it's only for IFPA points. So in the overall Super League status, you can still bounce around and play wherever in – qualify to play in a final event, which would be a separate tournament event. You can have like a 24-player, you know, final. So we're, we're in we're in three locations, the, right. the free play pinball league. So we do bounce around. And, right. we can, and if you're not familiar in the podcast, you can play at any location. You have to play once a week. But right. if you miss the Brennan's Richardson one on Tuesday, then you can roll to the one on Thursday in Arlington or Winston. Sunday night. Sunday night one in Denton. Like, you can bounce around where, where you are needed, but it w- that would affect us if we have 50. Is that what it is? So, yeah, if we end up with more than 50 people playing, it would. I think for this season, not a, not a think. I know for this season, I have to cap it at 50, right? Okay. It's, it's that weird little thing. What happens when that 51st player shows up and they say, I'd like to play? Well, I'm going to bow out. I'm not going right. to play. I'm going to let that person play. And eventually we'll set up the rules that say, hey, look, if we have more than 50 people that want to play, We want to get there. We'll get close. Sorry, we're going to be in Super League, and your points are going to get diluted. Yeah. I don't care about that, right? And that's kind of the funny thing with with New England. Like, nobody cares about points there. Like, the players in New England, yeah, there's a dozen players that are – as good as like the person who won they're even better than the person who won the most recent free play i'll tell you that what about having an a and a b division from the get-go is that is that a sustainable thing say say we right. we're, we're pushing a hundred players at that point right right i think you could probably set it up that way uh-huh um, that's a I, that's a borrowing a problem we honestly don't have or and are nowhere near but hypothetically thinking, speaking hypothetically yeah. Yeah, killer queen league is is looking towards those numbers so yeah i i would hate to have to get in a scenario where we have to have signups and you know people can't just jump on in and join in week one or two because yeah that's one of the things that's been really cool about the free play pinball league is hey we get to meet new people we get new people involved in pinball this whole competitive aspect of pinball it's a good thing and it's also a bad thing right because you have people that care about points and look at my rank i I'm one of the top 500 people in a game that was designed for, for kids to play. Right? <laughs> right, right. It, it, it's hard to strike that balance between making it as accessible as possible while also maintaining some sense of competitive integrity for the people who care about that. 
But I think that this has struck a pretty good balance of that because we have now, you know, we have people who are very invested in their IFPA points and their rank and they go to a lot of events, be it free play or otherwise. And we also have a lot of people who are now league regulars who, you know, six months ago only touched the pinball machines, you know, every once in a while and they were just sort of a, a secondary accessory to the arcade who are now pretty good little players and they are, are making a, a pretty good mark in our league. I, that's where I think these rule changes won't affect us maybe as much because we already were following some of these guidelines unknowingly. And also it's just, it's set up to, to appeal to the masses. Right. It's set up to appeal to, to the newbie, to the, the casual player, as well as the player who is looking to get as much out of it competitively as they can. Right, and it's that weird little what if we hit 51, right? That's that weird little, and I, when I messaged IPA, I did not get a, a crystal clear answer, right? right? They said it's all about how you set it up. I'm like, <laughs> cool, can I get a guide <laughs> on how to yeah. set it up right. then? Would you care to be more specific? Right. Because um. I don't want to set it up that says we're automatically going to be a super league and split up into lower points at each location. So I can tell you our free play Danizen, that's the super turbo Danizen league that, that you, David, are dominating currently. Yeah, that's still run on two. Tuesdays. It runs every Tuesday. And currently, I want to say we have 130, 150 unique players wow. in that league. So it pretty well qualifies for that Super League status, right? But like, there's promotion and relegation within it. So for example, you, David, are now a superior Dan 2 ranked player. And so Amber, yeah, you would come in at rank Dan 1. You two probably aren't playing each other. I mean, maybe at that rank, but like, what I'm saying is a promotion and relegation system can still allow for you to have like, entry-level players, a whole entry-level casual field thing, and then the hardcore players that are amassing points and they care about it for some reason, like, they kind of trickle up, and that's okay. That's okay. And it, honestly, it puts them in their own little pin. Uh, that pin in the, the, the Danizen is, is ranked Dan 5, 6, and 7, and, and David, you haven't gotten a sniff of those monsters. Like, no need. Working as fun. intended. Yeah. Right. Right. So that, that that's something we could look into as far as like pinball league and, and i don't think it would hurt that much i, I gotta help that like right. if we got there and and that's that's knock on wood that that would be where i'd want to go because i want a hundred right. ambers in the tournament of course right. and ambers, it'll be ambers really good but I like mean, i can only handle one amber, but, yeah. we don't know what we don't know <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen right on sunday january 23rd that's a good point that's I a mean, good point i love the location the crowd we always had in Denton was different, uh -huh. and I'm looking forward to that continuing. I think the Sunday night location, a, I've had people tell me that they would prefer something on the weekends because they can't make it out during the week. Understandable. Uh, yeah. and, and, of course, the lineup at Denton, it's, you know, they got a lot of newer games, and it's going to be really cool. Um, I, I can't tell you how excited I am about the location. I may have... Uh, yeah. a little bit. I'm that very excited as well. Wearing that one on my sleeve a little bit. Awesome. Amber, you've been you've been quiet so far. What, what's your thoughts on the on the league in general? I like it. I meet new people every single time I go. It seems like I don't know about you know the new stuff that's playing into it. I mean, this is just me, you know, not knowing that much about that stuff well, my but, um, it doesn't really impact us that's kind of the cool but thing. i guess yeah it so could, from what i've been hearing it seems like they're it's not yeah, going to impact us too much so i mean i i don't know it's awesome you 
should come out and, and play. And, yeah, that's fun. It's a lot of fun. And I get to hang out with everybody cool. Uh, see, that's what I want to hear from the players. Like, I want to hear that you're hanging out, chilling, having fun. Yeah, there have been several times where, like, I've met people that have come back. You uh -huh. know, that I'll see the next week. And I'm like, oh, hey, you know, I'm glad you came back. This is awesome. And they enjoyed it. And everybody has a good time. And it's just, it's it doesn't last a long time either. I mean, it can. But, I mean, it's pretty. At most two hours. Uh, yeah, yeah, at most. Yeah, and that's pushing So it. you're not, like, spending, you know, hours upon hours, you know, up there. But, I mean. I don't have it's time great. for that. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have well, time for and, it. Well, and, you know, neither do Brennan and I sometimes. So, yeah, but it's good. It's it's a nice um, it's a nice escape for two hours, and then, yeah. I always feel like revisit it. with any of the events I do, I want to set it up to where the champions are the least important players. Where, you know, because if we all play, Amber, if you get, were you in a sorority? If you get your entire sorority mates, like all of them <laughs> together, right? You're coming back and you're only playing pinball and you guys, grind, you gals grind it out. Mm -hmm. All of you mm -hmm. and no one else. There is no Brennan there. There is no David or me there. But you keep grinding and playing and having fun. Yeah. And under those circumstances, so a champion emerges. The champion is never the most important player because that's what happens when you get large groups of players together and have a foster a fun and welcoming environment. So I, I want to have that. I want to hear from like players like you and, yeah. and always be inviting to them. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's one thing that I don't know that we've said specifically, but that I do think needs to be said specifically is that I think the word like league and tournament and like th those are scary words if you are that's unfamiliar true. with the game being played, be it Street Fighter, be it Killer Queen, be it Pinball. This is... That may be a slight misnomer if that is your, your thought process. Th this is as noob-friendly as it could possibly yeah, be. super casual. If you've never touched a pinball machine before, you would not be without company. There is a, a wide, such a wide range of players from people who have won Pinball Mondays on up into bigger tournaments and bigger events to people who have just started last week being interested in pinball so it, it is don't be afraid I, I i guess is the point because you are whether you're experienced new you will ha you will find company there and not to mention it it's just more than anything it's just a it's a social event right i, I think yeah. one of the coolest thing that happens we'll finish off playing our four games every week and then a lot of times we'll just have a beer and we'll talk whatever games we're playing or what else is you're new within the industry and I love hearing that and also I feel so like FOMO jealous that I can't like I'm always escalating things and and getting the next group and and on to the next one unfortunately but but that's that is the environment that I I want to foster so you said when's the date again Sunday January 23rd is the start of the free play pinball league. All right, so January twenty third. That's 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 the start, but that whole week is like a prime time to enter the pinball league. That's right. right. You could show up on Sunday in Denton, Tuesday in Richardson, or Thursday in Arlington. If you can't make the first week, that's fine. You can show up the second week. You need to play at least uh, four out of six weeks. You need to play three out of the first four. Um, that's what we're looking for as far as it, players. Mention the prizes here a little bit, because you sort of win nuts yeah. in terms of the so, prizes. I mean, 
Flash there's, Awards. There is a link here. Follow the link. <laughs> we have a sweet trophy for our winner for season five. I, I mean, it is five feet high. If Chris Delp or myself wins it, we will recycle it and make it season six. <laughs> Are you actually going to give that thing away, or is it, yeah. it going to be honorary? I'll, every no. time I get a, a trophy that big or ridiculous, like, for what example, the Pinball Monday giant pinball, it becomes an honorary thing because it's just so ridiculous. Hey, I, if I win it, like you said, I'm giving it back. Hey, I don't have anywhere to put that, David. i got to mount it on top of a house I don't have. Right. Right. I, mean, this, I, I was just saying, what would be the dumbest thing I could do for season five? And I said, I'm going to buy the biggest freaking trophy I could find. <laughs> you, you need to rent a U-Haul. If, right. you, if you win this and you're driving like a Mini Cooper, well, you're probably not getting it home unless you're strapped it to the top of your car. It is five feet high. It is solid gold. Uh, <laughs> the Pinball Times said it is the most prestigious trophy except for the UFC P Texas Cup. Yeah. But, you know. If you yeah. have cats, you can use it as like a cat tree. Yeah, oh, look, look in the show notes because I'm going to take a picture of that bad boy next to Amber and Brennan <laughs> and post it. So yeah, Probably so taller than me. I, I think we'll have it on much, display but. here for a week, and then we'll, maybe we'll take it down to Denton and leave it there in Denton as well yeah. to see. Yeah, check in the show notes. But joining the Pinball League is, uh, again, the date. Uh, Sunday the 23rd. 23rd, uh, you Sunday. Can see also on Facebook, we have the the free play pinball league you can find us on the free play community page there for that as well absolutely i will include the links in the show notes to the the, the free play pinball league group on facebook so you can contact david whitlock i'll include the links to the the free play pinball page and all everything else you'll see them in the show notes so don't forget to look there and everybody thanks for joining us for this episode of the pinball podcast or pinball players podcast and we'll see you on the tables Sounds great. Bye.